Hello, we are the Shy Guys and you're listening to Connecting to Host, your co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Player Unknown Battlegrounds, otherwise known as PUBG or okay. PUBG, uh, which I'm sure we'll be calling it through most of the day. It's uh, developed and published by the PUBG Corporation, which is a subsidiary of Korean Blue Hole. Mm-hmm. Um, PUBG is a last man standing battle royale shooter where players must fight to locate weapons and supplies in a massive 8x8km island to be the lone survivor. It started life as mods made by Brendan Player Unknown Green based on the Japanese film Battle Royale uh, and was then turned into a full game. Uh, Brendan's still on board and the game uses the Unreal Engine 4. It costs 30 euros on Steam which I guess is about the same price as the Xbox One version on Amazon, which is £23. Uh, we're both playing it on our beastly gaming PCs, which we talk about nearly every show, with GTX 1080s. Uh, and uh, while the game has had 26 million sales, we're going to kick off by describing it for you, just in case you don't know all the ins and outs of what it is. So, Ben, do you want to run through some of the, the core facts about PUBG? Sure. I mean, you basically sum it up by mentioning the Japanese film Battle Royale, but to our younger, more trendy audience, uh, Hunger Games. The Hunger Games is basically (laughs) what this game is. Uh, So you have 100 players, or up to 100, uh, drop from a plane and you parachute into an 8 by 8 kilometer area. Um, And it's pretty cool the way that you parachute in because you have to bail out and choose your point. You get this nice little parachuting section where you can like float around and try and skydive into the bit that you want to get to and you get the fear as you see loads of parachutes opening up around you and you're like oh shit everyone's going to the same place i am and you go different ways uh so it's pretty cool uh but basically i mean it's a third person shooter on a large map um everyone starts with nothing um, and you find a certain amount of randomized gear and vehicles on the ground once you land um so you land uh, if you land near someone else, you try and punch them to death because you don't have any weapons. <laughs> you try That's and get a gun. And then you hide for a long time uh, until you have to move. Uh, so basically, the, the early sort of stage of the game, the first few minutes of a round, uh, you're going to be scavenging for weapons. You're going to be picking up anything, anything at all that is better than your fists, which is pretty much everything. Um, unless you find a scythe. Scythes are <laughs> unfortunate first weapons. But you basically want pistols, shotguns, uh, backpacks to store more items to carry around, armor, uh, ammo for your weapons. Very embarrassing when you pick up a pistol and there's no ammo for it. Uh, one of my favorite tactics is to go into a room and steal all of the ammo but leave the guns where they are because it's hilarious when people <laughs> try and shoot you with nothing. Um, later on in the game... Uh, you start finding much better weapons. You're going to pick up the sniper rifles. You can get your M14, uh, sorry, M16s, AK-47s. Uh, you can start getting scopes, zooms, uh, basically anything that will let you kill people one shot, really. Mm. Um, but this is where it gets clever, and, and it really is just taken from The Hunger Games. Um, I think it was the second film where they started doing this, where they basically had a blue thing that came in and if you were outside of it you died and it sort of basically merged everyone into one spot and that's what this does because otherwise everyone would just hunker down and hide and no one would shoot anyone uh, so instead yeah, take it, forever it, wouldn't it yeah it just artificially shrinks the area i think it's a minute and a half after you land the first zone appears uh, and then shortly after that it shrinks to that zone which is probably about three kilometers squared 
I'd say yeah. it's much, much smaller than the main map. And then five minutes after that, it shrinks down again and again and again until basically you are going to be just in a very, very small field uh, with no cover. Um, and it's clever. I mean, there are a lot of other clever things like... Um, uh, if there's a lot of people camping in one area, they'll make it like a red circle, and that just gets mm. the shit firebombed out of it to move everyone out. <laughs> Again, something that happened in the Hunger Games when Katniss got too far to the edge of the real world, they just firebombed mm. it until she left. Uh, so it's, you know, I actually um, I spent in one of my single player runs, I actually hid in a building during the firebombing, and I survived. So it's not insta kill, or I didn't even take any damage. I just sort of. I thought, I'm just going to hunker down underneath the, the stairs and hope I don't take damage. And I don't know if it's because I was inside or I just got lucky, but I didn't get murdered. Yeah, it's it's a risky business, though. It's a, it's a young man's game, hiding in the red circle. Um, so it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, there are supply drops that come in with really decent loot in, but everyone can see it. And a lot of people head this. If you've got good gear, you might go shoot people. It's time to run away there's a lot of tactics involved um and the final thing just to mention is vehicles i mean uh, vehicles are in, in many way uh, a poison chalice in that you they're very good if you're a long way away from the circle you need to get to so you are you know five kilometers away from where you need to be and you've got 30 seconds until the blue wall comes in then you know you're going to jump in a land rover and just floor it across or a bike the problem is they make a lot of noise they have a petrol meter, so they run out unless you pick up more petrol. Um, and also, some people seem to be remarkably good at headshotting you through the windshield of a car. <laughs> uh, the number of times we have died in a vehicle has been... I think we've probably died more that way than any other. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially memorable was the last game we played when uh, you were like, oh shit, there's someone there, I'll run them down. And you missed them, and I was like, don't worry, I'll get them. And I decided to just <laughs> bail out the car and shoot them. Instead, I bailed out the car and died. Uh, because I was getting you can't leave a moving vehicle at speed um, so they're good I mean again it's all about tactics I'm sure we're going to talk about this later on but uh, the whole game is based on this tactic of survival are you the kind yeah. of man that's going to go balls deep straight into a village shooting shit up to get all the best stuff and scavenging off the bodies of the people you kill are you going to be the kind of great escape style man on a motorbike roaming over the hills to try and run people down and get away? Uh, or are you going to be like me, the, uh, as I like to call it, the mild pussy, hiding <laughs> in a small little shelter, hunkering down, praying that they don't have grenades when they realise you're inside? Uh, so yeah, John, tell us about the multiplayer modes. I love it when we're playing together because I'm always like, hmm, why don't we go over to that building and have a look? And you're like, no, no. <laughs> I'm not There's going nothing outside. There. There's no, people nothing. out there, John. They've got guns and everything. <laughs> Only death stalks this land. We'll wait here unless there's a blue circle pushing me. <laughs> I've got a machete and a can of gas. We're fine. <laughs> but yes, so um, how, how can you play this game with your friends? So the standard way to play, I guess, is solo, and it's just 100 people dropped into the zone, all out for each other's blood. Uh, but you can also play it in teams of two or four. Um, and it's then the last team standing instead of the last man standing. Uh, you can go online with three, and it will fill in the fourth slot, I think, with a random. Um, I don't know. I've never played it in a three, but you, I know people who have. And then what's really nice about this game, though, is it's super quick to get back into another game once you've lost. You might think, oh, God, there's... Uh, 
you know, you're going to play for 15 minutes, meet your first enemy, get shot, and then you just have to sit and watch the rest of the match. No, 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 no. You can just leave straight to the lobby, hit find next match, and within 30 seconds, well, okay, within 15 seconds, you're in the lobby, and the next game is, is kind of rolling out. It, it's so, definitely um, not Counter-Strike. You're not going to have to wait <laughs> till the end of the match. <laughs> no. You're and this dead. is definitely oh, helped off we go. by the 3 million concurrent players that they've just reached. <laughs> There's always someone ready to shoot you in the ass when you're trying to pick up a good gun or steal a car. Um, and the game has sold over 25 million copies now. Um, got a lot of money. You think they could iron out those surfer problems, really? Yeah. But then I guess with, with 3 million concurrent... I mean, I can't talk. I mean, I ran a game where when we had 300 concurrent users, it crashed. So don't, <laughs> don't talk to me about concurrency, but still, it's like, oh... I just want to point out, I don't want to interrupt your flow here, John. Um, and I really should have mentioned this later in like the dislikes thing. This game is early access. Oh, it's, it's not now. Sorry. It's not early access. No, no, no. It, it was. It has not been anymore. early access. During the early access period, it was always £24. Always. Never on sale. <laughs> you could never get it cheaper anywhere. Always £24. They managed to get up to 26 million people paying £26 for this game. <laughs> It's like early access. It's not even. It's not even that great. It's like wait, it's, it's a great game, but it's like they paid so much money that it's understandable that you might look at that and think to yourself, right, okay, so they've made uh, a quick back of the calculator sale, yeah, half a billion 20. pounds on this game, and it's not even out of early access at that point, and you think to yourself, they could just fuck it off and turn the servers off and be like, eh, it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they money could be like, ah, we'll just power up a few more servers, but we're done on the game. We don't need to do anything more. It's done. <laughs> um, so it's kind of nice that they haven't done that. But um, it is nice that there are so many people, and there are an mm. awful lot of people all of the time. There is no waiting for a game ever. No. I think it'll be like that way for at least the next couple of years. I mean, there's no no chance that number is dwindling to zero anytime soon. So, uh, But yes, getting back to the, the ways you can play. So you can actually switch between first and third person while you're playing the game. But there are also specific servers set up so you can play just in first person mode. So it's locked in first person, which I think is pretty nice. We haven't done that yet. We should give it a go. Um, yeah. I think the third person gives you... Uh, you wouldn't switch to first person when you're playing against third person people because you have the slight advantage if you can creep up to a wall and kind of peek around the wall without being seen. Um which you wouldn't get in first person. But I think if you're playing just on first person servers, it could be pretty fun. Um, so that's something which we reluctantly haven't tried yet, but we should have done. Uh, once the, now the game is actually launched though, so I'm glad that we weren't reviewing this a month ago. There are actually two maps in the game, which might not sound like a lot because obviously you're thinking, really, buying a game and only getting two maps? But I mean, the maps are massive. Um, like we said, the original map was 8 by 8 kilometers, so 64 square kilometers. And unless you kind of specifically choose to drop in the same place because you, you know it, you generally don't see the same places over and over in different runs. In a night of playing, you might only see a place twice. Uh, it's not like uh, playing Overwatch where you, oh, this corner, I've been around 100 times. Although, that said... Uh, it is very much taking from the Scooby-Doo cookie-cutter <laughs> mentality whereby you walk from one house to another and then you're like, fucking hell, yeah. you've got the same architect True. in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, and that's just <laughs> cheap copy pasting of Unity assets. But we'll let that slide. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I like the fact that you you very rarely see the same place again. So it might sound like on content, but it's not too bad. Uh, just to quickly summarize the maps, the first one's Erangel, which has been around forever. The Russian-themed map with kind of fields and grasslands and hills and houses. And Miramar is the new one, which is based on Central America. Kind of think Mexico. Uh, sandy setting with small towns, churches, and a bit more, you know, free. Like, there's uh, buses, right? There's little minibuses and stuff. You can yeah. Drive around in, which yeah. is cool. We got one of those last time. Um, the only other thing to mention, we always like to talk about progression systems and things. There is a, a really basic system, I guess, for gathering customization options for a character. So after a match, you'll get a number of coins. And when you've got 700 coins, you can buy a box which has a random item in. Um, the cost of the boxes go up within a week. So if you've got enough coins, you can buy a second box at, I think, 1,400. And then it's more and more and more. Um, those items are actually things you can put in your Steam inventory as well. And you can sell them on the marketplace. So if you do get that lovely yellow jacket, which we've seen around a couple of times... It's currently selling for something like 20 euros on the marketplace. So if you do find it, you can basically get your money back for the game. <laughs> I sold a pair of jeans for a pound. Oh, nice. I mean, it's, it's interesting because people look at that and they instantly get their backs up because it's like loot boxes. But it's not, it, it doesn't change anything because you're not getting a loot box that contains a gun. Like, I assumed mm. that's what you would get. And so people were so much better than me because they were landing and they already had a pistol or they already had something decent or even just like a you know, bulletproof vest or something. But no, everyone starts with fuck all, which is a good thing in this game. They're, they're just Every, better than you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, but there, I mean, there is something to be said for some cosmetic items because if you have something, like if you're wearing camo, for example then you are more likely to blend in. If you're running around in a yellow parka with a red hat, uh, you are more likely to be seen. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, uh, I'm going to say intuition 101, but it's not. Perception. Perception's one of Yeah, thinking. yeah. So there is a certain amount to be said for trying to get decent stuff out of those loot boxes, but it's just customization. Yeah. Right, but I think everyone knows what this game is and uh, yep. is about. So let's move on to what our experience was like. Do you want to kick us off with your first like of the game, Ben? Yeah, so I, I added this game to my wish list because I'd heard so much about it. It's obviously very big at the moment. Um, and I was like, eh, I don't want to pay 24 quid for an early access game. Thank you, I'll wait till it comes on sale. So I did my usual thing of putting it in my wish list thinking I'll buy it in the winter sale. Um, and then someone very kindly bought it for my birthday. Um, and I played around, and it shit me right up. Um, it is incredibly tense. Uh, I cannot overstate the adrenaline-pumping feeling of this game. Um, and the reason that I put that down to is the lack of sound. Uh, there's mm. no soundtrack. There's You're in the plane. There's the, the noise. You fall out. There's... <laughs> you float down. You land, and then there's just you. There's nothing else. You just hear you crunching around. If you hear footsteps, you panic because if it's not you, it's someone else and they will kill you if they mm. see you. Uh, when you hear the it, sound of a door opening downstairs or something, yeah. you're like, oh shit, oh shit. Or it's, even just little things like every time you open a door, you shit yourself because you think someone could be behind it. <laughs> um, it is a very jumpy game for that reason. Uh, there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of... Uh, 
uh, tension in the fact that you become incredibly suspicious of everything. So if you're just hunkered down in a room, you think to yourself, logically, I'm in a very small area. No one's going to be coming through here. I'm miles away from where I need to be. But even so, you're still like (laughs) looking around with your gun, hoping that someone's going to come through any minute and you can shoot them. Um, And they don't. And then eventually you get headshotted from a mile away. So, Uh, Story of my life. The actual fighting section, uh, most fights I've been in have ended within 20 seconds. Uh, Usually, yeah. to my usually in the other person's favour, uh, <laughs> but it is it is a tense, tense game, and that is the mm. reason I like going back to it. I, I was, yeah, I, I think I played two or three on my own, and then I was like, John, you need to get this game because <laughs> I need to play this as two of us because it'll last longer. Uh, on my own, it shits me up too much. <laughs> I think it works much better as a as a co-op experience too. I mean, just in my experience, you know, my opinion, because when yeah. you're hunkered down, you might only actually be fighting for two minutes of the fifteen minute match. Uh, so it's kind of nice to have someone to chat with between the you know while you're hiding. Oh, did you hear that? What? I'm sure I heard a noise. <gasps> Maybe it was me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's when you decide to break windows because you think, ah, this way I get a clear shot and a window smashes. I'm like, oh shit, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Like, oh, I just broke the window in case we just you know get out, and then someone chucks a grenade in, and then we die. There was uh, a brilliant that that was a brilliant story. I'm going to break break the script a little bit for a minute and tell it. But there was that time when uh, we were in that building. I was like, "This is right near the end. This is a good good hidey hole. Let's hunger down here." But I'm going to break the window so that if I need to shoot with my quiet weapons, they don't hear the window smashing. Brilliant idea, I thought. Smash the windows, great. We hunker down. Two or three minutes later. I just hear this clink, and then like sounds like a smash. And I'm like, oh, someone smashed a window. Get down. And then I hear it again. And I'm like, huh, shit, that, they were grenades. <laughs> <laughs> See them on the floor. I'm like, oh. The funny thing was, it killed you, but I was in another part of the building, and I was mm. fine. And I waited until the bombs went on. I was like, right, okay, good. They're going to come up here, expect to find your body, and then I'm going to fuck them up. <laughs> and I was already with my little gun. And the door opened followed by three more grenades <laughs> and I'd come out of my little hidey hole and I couldn't get back in time and then I died and I was like oh, it's a fucking game another game shall we John yes alright one more <laughs> <laughs> just one more uh, right yes but I'm just going to move on to my next like and that is the with the version one there was a whole bunch of updates which were very gratefully received but I think yes. the new vaulting mechanic is uh, really good it's so much better that you're not restrained to just being able to enter and leave a building by the doors. That is that is the core thing that's changed for me, and I think it makes the game a lot better. So now you can dive into the windows. Obviously, if the glass is there, it will smash, giving away a position. But that just adds another element that you can play with to sort of create stories while you're playing. And I think it's, uh, I mean, it's not the smoothest mechanic, right? Sometimes you approach something and you think, this is something I can jump over mashing the space bar why isn't he doing it why isn't he doing it maybe i can't and then someone else runs in and just jumps over it and you're like i obviously got the position wrong or something but overall it's a good feature and i think it's um the fact that you it adds to the traversing the map is a is a, is a good thing that i like so gives you some of those raven home shits you up moments when you're stood yeah. on a rooftop <laughs> thinking you're perfectly safe and then someone just climbs up around the side and they're there and you're like oh shit how'd they get up here <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's removed a lot of the safety of the game for me. Yeah, which hits you up even more. <clears throat> yep, much to your merriment. Um, 
my next like is that the we kind of briefly touched on it already. That there are only two maps, but they're so vast that it doesn't really matter. They feel like different maps every time. Um, mm. You would be forgiven for thinking that they were just, you know, like a roguelike style procedurally generated map every time that they're completely different. Because it is, uh, you could probably play for 20, 30, 40 hours before you got accustomed to the map, I would assume. Mm. I mean, we've played, I think, for 10, 15, 20 hours, something like that. Um, but we don't see much of the same. Sometimes I, we've been to the school a couple of times in um, yeah. the Irangel map. Uh, so we, we kind of know that area a bit, but we're not au fait with any area in particular at all. And there's um, definitely areas we've much... never been. Oh, like God, the military base. We haven't been to the military base yet. No, that sounds scary. I've <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not been there. So that's been good. I, I think the way that they've done the safe zone, I mean, they get a lot of praise for, oh, isn't it wonderful, this 100 view so Battle Royale, they're so clever, so innovative. Oh, it sparked a whole industry. And it's like, it's <laughs> literally been in two or three films, this entire mechanic. You've just mm. taken it and made a game out of it. And, you know, that's not to be sniffed at. It's a very, very good game. But let's not pretend that they're the all-seeing almighty and that they've crafted this thing from their own minds, because they haven't. <laughs> and then for the, the creator to come on and have the goal to say, oh, I really wish we could crack down on all these copycats that are mirroring our game now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I bet the writer of The Hunger Games wishes you'd fuck off. But, uh, you know... That's not how it works, is it? <laughs> uh, hilarious. My um, my last like is uh, the fact that the game... Oh, wait, I'm going to use the term emergent gameplay. I'm going to get all a bit uh, game creator here a little bit. But um, I think the systems in the game, or at least the setting, and the fact that the combats are fairly drawn out and so important leads to this kind of emergent gameplay where you generate entertaining stories or an events whenever you, well, not whenever you play, but usually when you play, you feel like you have a story. And I think that's a really powerful element of the game. And one of the reasons why I keep going back to it. So you kind of like the story with the grenades in the house. You know, I mean, there's nothing that truly different from this to something like Crisis or Call of Duty, except for it's, um, I'd say it's slower paced and that helps to generate these events. In something like Crisis, you might die 30 times within a 10-minute game. Um, and in a combat, you know, quite often you'll sort of run into a combat, you kill them, you respawn, run around again and do it and try and kill the same guy because he's roughly where he was before. But that doesn't happen in this game. It's very much like I'm hunkered down, I've not seen anyone for five minutes, oh shit, there's someone on the hill. What should we do? What should we do? Oh, he's on a bike. That means we get a good chance of shooting him. But if we miss, he knows where we are. And then you, you take the shot. But then that's the beginning of a story sometimes. And he comes towards the house and then the grenade comes in the window, but you run out the back door. And it, yeah, I love the fact you generate a story when you play it. And I think that's what really, really grabs me when we play it. So. You think we probably played, what, 500 hours of Titanfall, Titanfall 2 between us? Mm. Well, actually more than that between us, uh, but certainly individually about 500 hours of each uh, in total. Um, and I don't have many cool stories about Titanfall. I have the odd good story of the time I got shot off the back of a titan and then goosed the guy and then hookshotted someone uh, or the really excellent time I randomly hookshotted across a room uh, and I managed to catch an ejecting pilot as he got he's like literally shot out and I hookshotted him and then kicked him and then ran off and I was like what the, how the hell did that happen uh, that was so good I even recorded it but I have like three of those stories and that's over 500 hours of gameplay with this I have a story for every single game that we've played um even ones i did myself on my own where it's like 
Ah, I see everyone's going for the vehicles. I clocked this early on and I parked a little Jeep and then I went and hunkered down and I waited for someone to come along and steal it so I could shoot them. <laughs> and someone came along and I fired and I missed and they took the car <laughs> and fucked off. And then the blue thing got me because I didn't have a vehicle to get away anymore. Uh, <laughs> and so I have, you know, every time we've played, there's been stuff like that. There's been some entertaining. It's always a funny reason why you die usually or mm. how you put up a good fight. Like the last time we played, we hunkered down in a church and we're like, we got the best vantage point. Anyone comes in here, they're dead. And then the blue circle came for us and we're like, it's oh, a shame. Yeah. Would have liked it if someone had come in here and we got shot off the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that church was a good holy hold up point, but it did not work out for us, unfortunately. No. Anyway, should we move on, on to, to the some, uh, yeah, to dislikes. dislikes? Yeah, okay, well, um, I'll start off. My main dislike is that it is janky as shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, Counter Strike Source looks better. Let me put it that way. Uh, this is not a game worthy of a £27 price tag in uh, I, I should be putting up a pound every time I mention it I just noticed should have started at 24 and now it's 27 however much it is it it honestly looks like some sort of unity tutorial it looks like it's been made of unity assets uh, I think it looks utterly shit uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's an Unreal Engine game which is even more oh sorry Unreal Engine okay because because oh, um, Unreal Engine is usually pretty shiny I mean uh, it it's does look shiny. like a unity game but it is an Unreal game <laughs> Sorry, okay, it's, a, it's an unreal game, and it looks like shit. It looks like it's made from stock assets that have been duplicated. When I first loaded it up, I was like, hmm, am I settings wrong? No, ultra. Hmm, why is it running at 40 FPS on my GTX 1080? Hmm. And I think it's an um, interesting, interesting side effect of trying to show the whole island, right? There's a, a lot to show and a lot there to render, but I have played a lot of other games that have done it a lot better. And I know that they started off as a small studio... And now they've got a lot of players, so they've got this kind of problem of they didn't probably didn't spend that much on the original game, but now they're expected to have because they've got half a billion dollars. <laughs> yes, um, it's it's, but that's the thing. It, it, it's hard to dislike. It. I, I dislike it because when you're in the plane flying over the sea, and the sea is all the same tile wobbling, <laughs> and you're like, oh god, this looks janky. <laughs> Jesus, I could make something look better than this. But then you land, and then it's tense as shit, and it's mm. an amazing game. And the game is amazing. It's one of the few games I am willing to play despite its graphical unfidelity. Yeah. Like, I hate the way it looks. I think it's a horrendous game, but I will still play it. <laughs> to be fair, cool. uh, since the version 1.0 patch, I mean, the desert map looked better. Yeah, yeah, uh, we definitely. Haven't, we haven't played on the old map since the new one came out because they favoured that one for a, a few weeks. Um, my understanding is that the whole thing is a little bit shinier, but mm. it, could, it could use. It, it does not look like a game from 2017. Let me put it no, that way. It looks like, it looks like, like just a game from 2012. It away. Oh God, yes, yeah. yeah. Cool. So my uh, my first dislike, and this is kind of following on from what you said, but the performance issues are there, and they are pretty significant. <laughs> it's um, not enough to make us not play the game, but it's kind of frustrating when you've got GTX 1080. Like this is this is way above what most people are going to be playing this game on, and you you run into a an area with not that many guys. And your frame rate plummets to like twenty or thirty. You're like, oh, yeah. And then you get shot, and you like, 
maybe he didn't have that frame rate if he was looking the other way. Maybe that's why he killed me. In a game which is all about reactions and, and reflexes, it, it sucks when this happens. It's um, It's been better since the 1.0 patch. I don't think I've seen anything below maybe 40, but it's the inconsistencies in the frame rate that make it kind of frustrating as well. I mean, if a game just sits at 40, it sucks, but it's not too bad. But when it flip-flops between 70, 80 and 40, it's very noticeable and it kind of gets in the way of your your experience quite a bit. So so it is better, but it's still not great. And I fear for those people playing it on the Xbox One X. I mean, the new one, the Scorpio, I think that would be a... Sorry, the Xbox One X is probably not too bad, but the Xbox One is probably going to be... Uh, yeah. Um, on the plus side, you always know when there's people near you. It's a bit like that... Uh, <laughs> vignette filter and chiming noise in hello neighbor like when once the frame rate drops below 70 you're like oh shit there's people near me so yeah <laughs> i need to i need to look out one advantage <laughs> um my other dislike i mean it's a dislike i have with most games and that is inventory management uh inventory management is terrible it always is <laughs> it's even more terrible when you're squatting over a body in a field you're a big red target for anyone else and you're like mm, do i have this shotgun choke do i have one do I, have... I don't have room for that i can't move that and now i've moved that over but now it's taking up space and now i can't put anything else in but i can't get rid of it because it's equipped to my gut ah what am i doing do i need this what does this do there's no explanation there's no simple oh that gun you've got does 80 damage a second um mm. it's literally like here is a gun here is a thing that is equipped and this works with SS, MG, AR, 5672 yeah. QT. I don't fucking know what these things mean. <laughs> what, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit bullshitty. It's a bit annoying. Uh, I mean, that's just, you know, it's the game. Um, yeah. But l- like everything with inventory management, it's, it's pretty terrible. And it's uh, a pain in the ass. Especially if you haven't found a backpack, so you can only carry like yeah. four things. And you, you inadvertently pick up a gas tank rather than a machete. Yeah, so, and you're trying yeah. to figure out how to put it down, and then you're like, oh, but oh, the ammo is taking up too much space. What's the drop button? A big annoyance I have, actually, which I haven't mentioned, I'm going to quickly mention it now, is if you have a controller plugged in, it'll give you the controller commands mm. all of the time. So it'll be like, press X to do this. And you're like, uh, I'm pressing X and nothing's happening. I'm just squatting. <laughs> um, but it does keep trying to make you use the controller, even though you just never would on PC. Um, I mean, that's a thing with a lot of games. A lot of games seem to get that thing wrong where they detect a controller and just constantly show you the controller controls but uh, yeah annoying very yeah. annoying but that's uh, so that that summarizes our dislikes let's move on to the kind of more neutral comments do you want to kick us off uh yeah i mean uh, a comment i can't really dislike them for it um i've already talked at length about their piracy of <laughs> films that have come before um the problem is that this is going to be very much like a zombie game in 2011. Uh, mm. Every fucker is going to be doing this now. Um, yeah. Everyone is doing it. Everyone wants to add a battle royale mode. And I don't want to play a battle royale mode and everything. This is a perfect game. It is what it is. CSGO does not need a battle royale mode. <laughs> you know, we and- really should try that Fortnite, though. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, that's the other like big one, isn't it? Fortnite mm. uh, Battle Royales mode, where that's a paid game, but then they have that free bit, etc. I, I don't fully understand it, even. Um, but everyone seems to be wanting to do it. My fear is it's going to infect the industry for years to come, and Titanfall 3 will be, you know, have a 100-player mode. Yeah. Uh, 
and we'll end up with it everywhere and we'll all get sick of it. Um, you've also got stuff like uh, they've got two versions of the game coming out on iOS, which is hilarious. Mm, they've got two Chinese bizarre, developers. They're doing one which is a bit more arcadey and one that's true realization of it. How the hell are you going to play this on mobile? <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it's... It's just going to be one of those things that's going to be around for a long, 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 long time. So get on the train early so you could be one of those people that says in 2020, I remember when I played the first Battle Royale game back in 2017, rather than being one of those sad saps that played it in 2018. Uh, unlucky, though, because we recorded this in 2017, but it comes out in 2018, so if you've not played it yet, you're late. <laughs> just realised I've been an idiot and I missed one of my dislikes, but it's mostly it's kind of a comment as well, so um, I'll mention it next. And that's just that um, 25 million people have bought the game. Over 1.5 million user accounts have been banned already as cheaters. Uh, that's a pretty high ratio of cheaters to non-cheaters. And if you think there's 100 players in each game, that means there's probably a cheater in every game, at least. Um, if yeah. that ratio is anywhere near true. And while we haven't, we haven't really played it long enough, I don't think, to identify cheaters, uh, I think you need to actually be, you know, you can you can kind of say, oh, I think they were cheating or not, but I've never really noticed that someone's cheating. There's been a couple of times when it's felt a bit bullshitty. It's like I was miles away and I yeah. shot him three times, and then he just shot me in the face, and, I, and I'm a pixel on his screen. Hmm. But um, yeah. But I mean, there's a there's a lot of uh, community backlash about the cheating, so I. I I'm pretty sure it is a problem, and it's probably affected us. We just haven't noticed it because <laughs> you know, we get shot on the back of the head. <laughs> the yeah. cheater or not, they probably would have won that fight. But um, but moving on to my first comment, um, I'm neither a dislike or a like for me. But the bullet drop makes shooting pretty tough. I'm not like I say. I'm not really sure if I like it or not. So I haven't put it in either of those boxes. But if someone's at a long range, you have to account for the fact it's going to take the bullet a little bit of time to get there and it's going to drop significantly from where your cursor is, uh, a lot more than in other games. And I guess it's uh, aiming for a realistic model and over such large distances, like most games like Overwatch. I mean, not, I wouldn't expect bullet drop in Overwatch, but, you know, it's over a short range. You're shooting someone down the street. This you could be shooting someone a kilometre away. So um, it does make sense. And I think it's good that it's harder to shoot people at long range, but... At the same time, the fuckers can still shoot me at long range. <laughs> I just can't hit them. So that's where I am yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. I like it as a concept. But I don't like it when it affects me. <laughs> um, my only other comment is that, the, well, at least when I played it, which we're talking about version 0.8, 0.9, there was no tutorial. Now, that may have changed with 1.0. I don't know. I don't think Probably. it has, but I think it will be in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't really need one of the standard FPS controls. Um, yeah. It'd be nice to get a little bit more hints, especially with the inventory, as to what works with what and how you equip certain things. Because I think uh, equipping the various bonuses you can get, like scopes and chokes and extended ammo and that kind of shit, uh, is important. Um so it'd be nice if they explained it. The only other comment I have is how awesome would this be as a VR mode? <laughs> like we talked about the first person mode and that is pretty blinkered because you suddenly mm. feel very panicked. But I think this would be amazing in I mean virtuality doesn't work so well with first person shooters because you've got the whole locomotion thing. Yeah. But it'd be kind of awesome 
If you didn't get motion sickness from sitting with your controls and just moving around normally as you would, but just have it in first person, uh, it would be kind of cool. I'd quite like to watch it in VR, maybe. Maybe that would be a better way of doing it. Um, there is a um, there is a PUBG clone that is in VR already. I saw it on Steam the other day. Of course um, there is. It's called Standout. And it's it looks a lot like PUBG, <laughs> surprisingly. And, oh, God, um, that looked even worse in VR then. <laughs> but I, I have... I, it had surprisingly good reviews. It must have flashed up in one of my queues on the Steam uh, when I was grinding for those trading cards. But um, but I remember clicking on it and going, this will be a laugh, but it's got awful reviews, and it didn't. I was like, huh, not enough for me to buy it. But, um, but yeah, maybe something to check out just for the interesting nature of it. So cool. I just have a couple of uh, final comments. One a comment and one a, one a wish. Uh, first of all, luck, I think, plays a pretty big part of this game like you can drop into a, a small village run into a house see an enemy running into another house and you can go inside and find sweet fa and they can find an m16 with an eight times scope <laughs> and then you're dead <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do about it you're dead and um that's just an extreme example but throughout the game it can happen like you might not find any vehicles in many of the spots where they often are you might you might ransack 20 houses and still not find a decent anything better than the pistol, you know, because it is down to, to random chance. So um, luck does play a role. That doesn't do any damage for me, but I just thought it was worth mentioning for anyone out there. Uh, if you're the sort of person who gets a bit pissed off by that sort of thing, that's a, something worth taking into account. Now, my final comment, and this is something which I, I would love to see, and Avalanche Studios, who are just upstairs from Paradox, strangely, but um, they make beautiful large open worlds like just cause three so that's not like a just cause joke they're just upstairs <laughs> no unfortunately not that quick but um too much gin and tonic but um <laughs> they they i know there's going to be a million battle royale games but i would love to see something hacked in to just cause three with rico because i think having a battle royale mode with that level of destructibility in the environment. I mean, who knows if it's, you know, feasible. I'm not, I don't care a shit about that. Someone else can worry about making it happen. <laughs> but I would love it if you could run around and destroy things on a big enough island with that. I mean, it looks beautiful. If PUBG looked I, like that, we wouldn't have said anything about graphics earlier. No, I mean, Just Cause 3 is a beautiful game, um, mm. but it also similar uh, suffers from similar frame rate problems because it is very, True. <laughs> very CPU bound due to all the physics. Uh, there is a multiplayer mod for it, though, isn't there? Um, yeah, where you yeah. can do... I, I think that's like... It's more like a GoldenEye experience, where mm. it's like eight people, free-for-all. Um, I, I don't think they're scaling mod. it to 100. The Just Cause 2 multiplayer mod, I think, had up to 1,000, wasn't it? <laughs> Something crazy like that. I'm sure it did. I could be completely misremembering it. But, um, but the guy who was doing the new mod for Just Cause 3, he ended up being hired by Avalanche, I think, so... <laughs> so the end to that <laughs> I think there's a different mod team who are still doing it I don't think Avalanche wanted to stop it but they just wanted to hire him because you know, he was doing all this great work So, but yeah so I would love to see a Just Cause 3 Battle Royale I know that the market will be saturated next year but I still love to see it so uh, we always finish with two questions would we play it again would we recommend it what are your thoughts Ben I would definitely keep playing it. I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to grow. I'm looking forward to seeing if Blue Hole are going to spend that half a billion dollars in a constructive way. <laughs> um, I'm not looking forward to seeing everyone else try and replicate its success and fail miserably, 
with shitty half-assed zombie hundred-player battle royale modes because mm. um, we all know that's coming. Um, <laughs> would I recommend it? I would. I I do struggle with the cost of it, and I struggle with it. Maybe not so much now that it's version one. I struggled with it in early access, especially when it had never, ever been discounted. They never took part in any sale, which, I mean, you don't have to. There's no reason mm. to. It's, you know, capitalist society, you can do what you want. Um, and I'm very much for that. But at the same time, I did find that based on how much money they already had, they could have, you know, been like, oh, here's 20% off. Um, yeah, they, yeah. They never have. There's never been a discount on Steam for this game. Um, which I find interesting in a completely different way. Um, I, I would recommend it. I, I think you're either going to get into it and be like, this is amazing and absolutely love it, or it won't be for you at all. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be one of those two things. Um, I definitely really like it with two people. Uh, so, you know, 50 teams of two is a decent mode. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever play it on my own just because it shits me up too much. But... Uh, <laughs> it's just me so yeah I will be playing it again I would hesitantly recommend it I think there's a bit too much hype for the mm, price it's my yeah. personal view um, but I do like it my views are very similar I mean we're definitely going to keep playing it and I'm hoping that it evolves I've heard that there's a third map coming and, uh, and tutorial mode not all that bothers us anymore so I think the game has got a lot of room to grow still it feels like it maybe shouldn't have left early access yet <laughs> Um, maybe if they add another map, maybe tweak the climbing and the and the other stuff and make it a bit more better, then I think it could be a, a, a stronger title. But definitely going to play it again. And I think I can recommend it, but it's not a strong recommendation. It's a, if you've got a friend who you think will enjoy it, then play it with them. I think it's a lot more fun when you play it with other people. Uh, obviously you're always playing with other people I mean with friends in your squad instead of just playing it online that's just my opinion though maybe uh, I know there's obviously a lot of people playing it on their own and they're enjoying it but for me I think buy it if you've got a friend who wants to play it and it's uh, and you think you're going to like this sort of game don't just go in head first and go well everyone else has bought it it must be brilliant because it's not going to be for everyone so. don't let the graphics scare you off because they are shockingly shite <laughs> Nice final comment for the show. I love it. Uh, shockingly shite, your final words. I want that on my epitaph. <laughs> right there on the grave today. Um, anyway, so thanks ever so much for listening. You can check out some of our previous episodes at connectingtohost.co.uk. Uh, the last couple of episodes, we did a summary of 2017 and listed what we're excited for in 2018. And uh, we've also done a whole bunch of games like Overcooked, Mario and Rabbids and Cuphead. Next time we'll be talking about Shadow Warriors 2 and if you have any exciting games you wanted to check out then just hit us up on Twitter at CTHCast. Oh and please leave an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. We'd love it to get enough ratings so that we actually can have some stars next to our show. Hopefully more than one. That's the dream. (laughs) Two stars. Two stars would be great. (laughs) Thanks for listening.